We are in the final month, the final days leading into the 2023 Shape America National Convention and Expo in the Emerald City of Seattle. But before we get there, I would like to take this episode to introduce a new face to the Shape America family. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow listening audience, coming to us from the Big Easy, the site of last year's Shape Convention, we have the project director for the National Initiative to Advance Health Equity in Schools, Caitlin Gaddis Thompson. Caitlin, how are you today? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Back on the mic yeah. countdown, trying to get everything ready for this convention. It never stops, but here we are. Yeah. So, so before we get into the work itself, just tell us about yourself. How'd you get here? Give us your <laughs> origin story. My origin story. I got you. I am um, a teacher at heart. I started in New Orleans teaching kindergarten. Um, I taught kindergarten for four years and then transitioned to high school, which people think is a big jump and it's really not. Um, all children love stickers. That's what I always said. Um, I taught high school for three years and then became an administrator um, in the high school where I was teaching. And along the way, met my husband who decided to go to grad school. He was getting ready to move to Lansing, Michigan, which is where we are now. Um, and I was looking for my next move, came across Shape America, got a chance to talk to Carly, um, VP of Advocacy, and just knew that this was you know, the next right step for me in terms of speaking to an audience of administrators about advancing health and health equity um, and wellness in schools. So shout out so to Carly Wright. Yeah, shout out yeah, to Carly, yeah, Carly right there. Uh, VP of Advocacy and Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. So wait, hold up. So you're telling me you went from New Orleans to Michigan. We made we made that. Nancy, Michigan. How's that weather treating you? I mean. Man, I'm looking out the window right now. It is gray. It's freezing rain. Um, <laughs> Might turn into a little sleet. I don't know. It's. It's definitely a big adjustment weather-wise. Cool, cool. But you know what? Yeah. It's always it's always a privilege to have educators, you know, people that have been in the classroom, done this work, get to, you know, get to this point. Um, right, right. And, and support the broader, the broader aspect of the work. So, you know, kind of with your role in the schools, how did you interact with health and PE? How did P health and PE ever, you know, how did that yeah yeah um it was fun to reflect on that in the interview process and like talking to Carly and talking to Audra um as a kindergarten teacher you can you can imagine like movement was central to anything that we had to do you know like children are still in developing their their like fine motor their um what's the what's the other one why can't I think of fine motor and Anyway, their motor skills, their their skills are, right. <laughs> all, of, all of them, um, they're developing their motor skills. And, and so like everything you have to attune into like to, to, to movement and how their bodies move and, and give them opportunities to move. And my kids obviously like loved PE. Um, it was, I rem I remember, um, our, the PE coach who would take the kids in kindergarten was she she preempted this conversation. I don't think that it ever would have crossed my mind to take away PE, but apparently that's like a thing that teachers do with young kids. You know, they're like, if you don't behave, then you can't have your specials. 
Um, and she came to me like right out of the gate. She's like, hi, I'm coach T don't do this. <laughs> like this is part of the curriculum, just like phonics, just like, uh, you know, carpet story time, any part of it. This is, this is just, this is as important. And I got to see that in kindergarten for sure. Like just how critical that physical education time was for kids. Um, and the health education, like I was, I was lucky to work at a school that had, um, a pretty robust like garden program. So kids got to learn about foods and like growing foods and, and taste new things. Um, and that was cool to, to watch as well. And I guess like across the years, I, especially as during my time as an administrator in the high school, I got to work with PE teachers. Um, I was specifically the AP of academics. So I worked with all teachers and across all the fields. And I think I've <clears throat> picked up a lot on how PE teachers felt maybe dis discarded or, or isolated and left out of a, a lot of teaching conversations. And I felt lucky to, to be able to work through that and figure out how, how anything, it, like good teaching is good teaching across the building. Um, and I, I felt lucky to have gotten to work with the PE and health educators that I did during my time because they were really like on the forefront of advocating for that in PE. They were not like, I'm not trying to just roll out the balls and let kids run. Like I want to teach them about their bodies and teach them how to take care of them. Um, so that was cool too, Spokes. especially through the pandemic. That was right. wow. Right. Spoken, <laughs> spoken like a true advocate again. Uh, listen to artists, we have Caitlin Gaddis, the uh, project director for the National Initiative uh, to Advance Health Equity in Schools. So now, you know, let's unpack that title. That's out there. I have to breathe every time. What, you know, tell us about that role and what you hope to accomplish through this work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I get to direct a project that's funded by the CDC. Um, and the the aim is to speak to administrators across the country um, and provide them with resources and tools that help to um, initiate sustainable practice in health equity in their schools, right? So, I mean, that's kind of me saying the title and sentence form. But what does that mean? What it means is that we know their administrators, and I can speak to this, um, you know, from experience. We know that administrators everywhere. No one is gonna come out and say to you like, "I believe health education is not important," or "I believe that physical education, physical activity, healthy eating is not important." No administrator across the country is gonna say that. What they're gonna say to you is, "I have nine million priorities," and people are coming at me about this state test or this state initiative and I have to make sure that my school stays open I have to make sure that my school can run and so what we're trying to do over the course of these five years is is create co-create revise the resources and tools that administrators can take and implement so that they can do what they what we all know everyone knows is important which is promote health equity in their schools, right? Health, health and wellness um, initiatives, programs, policy in their schools, but in a way that fits in the role of an administrator in a way that is sustainable and that makes sense um, with all of the competing, competing demands that administrators have. Um, so that's, that's, that's the high level aim. 
I'm also just excited to get administrators from across the country, different school governance models, different districts, different states, different grade levels into one cohort to be able to share across, um, you know, many lines of difference and and come to, a, you know, a network, build a network of administrators across the country who are who are kind of like collectively problem solving this. You know, because they're they're our building leaders, right? Those, those are the school leaders. Right. We can, it's one thing, and kind of what you were talking about with the teacher in your school is great to have that teacher advocate for themselves. But we really need to build that capacity at the at the you know the building level, the top building Absolutely. level, to, to really address health for all students. And you know, with right. your experience, I can hear it. It sounds like you know you're definitely all in and ready to go. And you know, even in my time, my, my very <laughs> short time. You know, as a, as a school administrator, I do understand the struggles and the things that they go through. But, you know, again, mm-hmm. you need that voice. And that's what, you know, we're fortunate to have you on to be that voice for those administrators trying to implement these things. Because I get it. It's tough. I Listen, yeah. I, again, for, I did it for a short time. I ain't even doing it for a year. It is definitely the Lord's work being a school administrator. So, you know, all power to you. So. You know, that's great to hear what's happening. So how can members, you know, how can our shape membership support your work? Oh, yeah, definitely. So as we get this thing rolling, we're going to be reaching out, obviously, like and posting information about uh, recruitment. This year, we're doing a smaller pilot um, cohort to make sure, working with administrators to make sure that the programming we're designing is actually relevant is actually accessible um and is is able to be implemented but then in the coming years um members hopefully will look out for anything any recruitment information and share that with administrators um in their lives whether they're teachers sharing with their you know administrators who are managing managing them or sharing with other administrators in their network and just continuing to get the word out um And then we'll also have a a wider, more accessible community of practice online through the exchange platform that we'll be um, publicizing in the coming years. And so we're hoping that people will engage with that. It'll be a space where people can just share resources, um, ask questions, pose questions, and have those answered across, uh, like I said, again, like across this network of, of just people across the country. Sure, for sure. Everybody be on the lookout. Again, we have Caitlin Gaddis Thompson, the project director for National Initiative to Advance Health Equity in Schools. So we are coming up on the, the conference, which will be your first, I would assume, right? Your first yes, first convention. So what 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 do you have to look forward to? What what does your schedule look like or how you know how can how can people yeah, yeah. find you? I am I am First of all, just going to be like observing all of my Shape America team members and just how they're moving. I'm I can't even imagine all of them, all the movement. Um, but I'm actually excited to host a coffee talk about um, making space for teachers to come together and talk about how to get support from administrators. Um, the coffee talks, of course, are like a little uh, less formal. I'm not going to be presenting any information or like sharing any resources, but just more creating a space for people to ask questions of each other and share um, their experiences. And that is on Wednesday. 
Look for my name. <laughs> it's, it's a, a coffee talk. We will find you right. It's we can coffee, search your it's name. A co- it's a coffee talk. Matter of fact, we'll link it. We'll direct it. link it to this podcast. We can do that. Joey's got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and other than that, I'll just be, of course, around. I'll have my name tag on. Um, so you can just, you know, look for Caitlin. I'll be there, there smiling. There you go. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Any last words before I let you go? No, thanks for having me. <laughs> well, there you have it again with Shape America, the project director for the National Initiative to Advance Health Equity in Schools. We have Kayla Gaddis Thompson. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Sean. And I hope to see you all there in Seattle, March 28th through April 1st at the 2023 Shape America National Convention and Expo. You all take care and enjoy. 